Hello, and welcome to the Belmont Story Project. My name is Joanna Juvelis, and I'm Senior Multimedia Journalist for the Belmont Citizen Herald and Wicked Local Belmont. Today is January 25th, 2019, and I am conducting this interview in the Claflin Room of the Belmont Public Library. I am speaking with Athena McInnes, who has lived in Belmont since the age of four and lives in the historic Thaddeus Frost House on Brighton Street. Welcome, Athena. Well, thank you. So great to have you here. Well, it's nice to be here, too. I should also mention that Athena is involved in several Belmont organizations, including the Belmont Historical Society, the Belmont Women's Club, and the Belmont Garden Club. Mm-hmm. Have I left any any out? You You met your husband, George, here in Belmont. You married him, and you had two daughters who you also raised in Belmont. They're, they're grown now, and one I know lives in um, the Cape, and one is in Florida, right? Yes. Uh, but you have remained here in Belmont. Unfortunately, George, I know, passed away about two years ago? Uh, uh, May, May uh, 2017. Okay, so it'll yeah. be two years this, this May. Yeah. And um, you've been, you married over 50 years? How many years? Yeah, we got married in 1951, January 7, in a blizzard. Wow, wow. And you also have Greek roots, right? Yes, I do. I'm, you're I'm a thoroughbred. You're a thoroughbred. So, so both your parents were Greek or just your... No, both parents. 100% Greek, just yes. like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually became uh, friendly. I got to know you, Athena, because I did a story on your house, the Thaddeus Frost house. And the reason I did the story was because it was becoming a historic district. It was going to be going to town meeting, and they were going to vote on making it a historic district, which is very unique because it's one home on a beautiful, I think, 12,000-acre prop lot, and uh, it has a long history. So what, if you could tell our listeners about the history of the home, <clears throat> it was once a celery farm. You can get into all that and why you wanted to make it a historic district. Well, um, Yes, it was um, a salary farm, and I had the privilege of having someone come to my door um, many years ago. I opened up the door, and this tall, older gentleman was there, and he said, what's your name, and how long have you lived here? And it was Ernest Frost, the grandson of the builder. Right, Thaddeus, right? And he, he, I welcomed him in, and we talked for a few minutes, and he had to leave, and I invited him back uh, with the woman that was taking care of him while his family was on vacation, um, Mrs. Baker. And, um, and so they came back, and we had tea, <laughs> and I have a picture of Ernest, and my daughter Tracy, Luna, um, outside the house when she was about four, three mm-hmm. or four years old, yes. And he was so tall and stately. And the minute he came into my kitchen, he said, where are those stairs I fell down on? And I said, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> And so, anyway. He grew up in that house, so he had a lot of memories in that house. Why did his family have to sell it? 
that his um, he had a, his father passed away, George. Mm-hmm. His name was George. Oh, also. really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he um, he had he had remarried. Okay. And so when he when he passed away, uh, Ernest said he was a tad too young, quoting him, to run the farm. Right. Mm-hmm. So his mother, his stepmother, sold the house. I see. And they went to Stoneham. Okay. Now, when they sold it, it was more than just a twelve thousand acre lot, right? Didn't they? Um, they subdivided the land, right? Do you want to? tell our listeners a little bit about about that well I don't know exactly how um, well I, th- they t- I think the town took Arthur Road and put Arthur Road there mm-hmm. yeah there was never a road there right no yep now there is yep and um, and from my kitchen window I used to see the old barn which was wonderful to see mm-hmm. instead of now what do you see I don't see. Well, I can see the lights up on Pleasant Street. So the barn is gone. Yeah. So why was it important to you to make your home and the property around it a historic district? Well, I watched so many old houses, especially up the corner of my street, which they put a gas station a a long time ago. It was a Jenny gas station. And so... um, they destroyed these houses, You've these beautiful houses old houses. Torn down. And, right? and there used to be a tiny house, which was actually uh, Thaddeus Frost's parents' home. Really? It was a very small place, and now it's Fitzsimmons Fitz- Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw all these beautiful things being destroyed in the town. Mm-hmm. And we had a wonderful one here on Concord Avenue that... That's true. Was moved and mm-hmm. and destroyed. Yes. And so, Thomas um, Clark House. Yes. I I didn't want my house destroyed. And so, with a lot of help from Spencer. <laughs> yes, Spencer Goldburn, the planning department, yeah. and the Belmont Historic District Commission. Yes, everybody was so helpful. I didn't realize I was going to have to get up on. <laughs> Get up on. Oh, right, at town the, meeting. At town meeting. and Did it ever concern you that they may not have approved it? Did, was that, did that ever cross your mind that maybe they wouldn't approve it? No, because Spencer said, I think it's a done deal before. That's what he That's said. That's good. That's really good. They were good. all very happy to be. So what does this mean? Because someday, someday someone else may want to buy your house. I know you're not going anywhere anytime soon, and I'm glad about that. But when the time comes and, you know, your home does need to be sold, what does that mean for the new owner? That means they can do whatever they want inside the house. Mm-hmm. But anything else they have, want to do outside. has to go before the board. So that any exterior changes have to get approved by the Belmont Historic District Commission. Okay. And your house will not get torn down. No. And the new owner could not, like, subdivide your lot and build another house. No. That's wonderful. And what what else could you tell us that's special about your house? What's unique about it and special? Well, it came about 
a little strange mm -hmm. that my husband and I were in Gloucester in a little shack that we have there mm -hmm. in Lanesville and um, George had the paper and he saw a little ad for that house for our house and so he said why don't you make an appointment and we can go look at the house he was getting interested in antiques and and mm -hmm. the old house, and mm -hmm. we had outgrown our little house on Channing Road, mm -hmm. and so kind of outgrown it. <laughs> right. And so Monday I was supposed to make the appointment, I didn't do it. Tuesday George said, why don't you make the appointment? And so I said, okay. And I called Mil Mr. Miller, there was not too many realtors in Belmont Center. No. Miller and Hawks were the best, mm -hmm. old timers. Mm -hmm. And I got Mr. Miller. It was around noontime, and he said, when would you like to see it? And he said, would you like, are you free? And I said, yes. So I went and looked at the house. And I asked to look at the basement. He said, oh, nobody has ever, woman has ever asked to look at the basement. But I knew when Brooke. <laughs> yeah, you and, wanted to make sure there wasn't yeah. any water issues. And so, um, so we looked all through the house. And then George came home. We had another appointment. <laughs> and George said, I said, I saw, I've already seen the house, George. And so... We went uh -huh. back and we saw the house again with Mr. Miller. We wanted, we wanted the house. What was it that, why, why did you want it? What did you love about it? Well, I was standing in between the door and the, the one the living room and the hall. And I was speaking with George and he said, you know what? You look like you belong in this house. Wow. <laughs> it, it was really great because I felt comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Not the way it was, I mean, not, <laughs> not the way it was designed yeah, yeah. inside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but everybody has their own taste. Mm -hmm. And so That's the nice. Rablins were the owners. And it came very strangely that I got to know the niece of the Rablins in Lanesville, Gloucester. Oh, really? And so, she had been to the house. Really? Yeah. So so after the Frost family sold it, there was another owner before yes. you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you yeah. were the first owners. But I know that your friendship, that's thats really funny that you met the previous owner by chance like that in He Gloucester. came to the door. He said, I came before. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was nobody here. Now, Ernest... You got to know him. For, you knew him for quite a few years before he passed quite a, away, right? Quite a few years, yes. He would visit you. And, and didn't he give you some things that... He gave me all the pictures from when he was a little boy. And his parents... He gave me everything. That's really special. You very have it in special, a special box, Very right? special, yes. And, and it's in the files here. Oh, yes, Copies at the Belmont Historical Society. Historical Is this stuff society. that you think the next owner would, would appreciate and you would pass on to the next owner to have that, you know, things from historic things from the house? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a chair in the house that's also... There's a chair that was downstairs in his daughter's 
laundry. Mm-hmm. And it had a wicker, not a wicker, but the ones with the little holes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was minus that. And oh. she had a soap box on that. Oh. And he said that used to be in our dining room. Oh, nice. So they gave it to me. After he passed away. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, they gave it to me before he passed oh, away. Oh, before? Oh, that's really nice. That's yeah. really nice. And so... We had it finished and had a new seat put in, and um, and you have it in your living I room. I have right? it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing one daughter objects to, but I said whoever buys this house should get that chair because right, it belongs in the house. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's just a you know dining room chair. <laughs> That's really special, Athena. That's really special. Let's talk about your, because you grew up in Belmont. You've lived in Belmont since the age of four. Let's talk about what you remember about Belmont growing up that that is different now. Things that, you know, you enjoyed as a child that maybe today's children aren't getting to enjoy because it's just not around anymore. Well, one of the things was that my parents came from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And um, and they rented a house on Sunnyside Place, which is off of Center Street, past past the fire the police station, mm-hmm. a little circle there, and um, we were a group of kids all about the same age, maybe four different four ages, different in age, but we all were together. It was like a little groupie. And so in the winter, we used to go up to Hay Road, which is further up, and we used to get on our sleds and coast down. Really? <laughs> All the way down, and there weren't too many cars then. Cross over Concord Avenue and land in the little section there before the police station, if it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we used to roller skate in front of the um, Unpleasant Street where the library, the old library used Mm -hmm. to be. And then at the women's club there used to be stairs in the middle of the The front uh, drive parking. Oh yeah. The parking leading up to the the building. Mm -hmm. And I used to play bride going up and down those stairs. They had a little railing and the steps were wooden. And um, and we had I had fun there, mm-hmm. and I used to pick flowers in the back, and take them to my mother. I asked permission if it was okay, mm-hmm. and they said yes. And then um, and then sometimes the boys would play football on the field, on the grass there. Actually, it's the picture where Homer painted the women playing croquet. Right. But my brother and his gang played football there. Really? <laughs> you definitely don't see that anymore. No, no. And then I remember moving on to Concord Avenue down here. I can remember in the winter a horse and sleigh cleaning up the snow. Oh, really? Yeah. And I remember also 
we had an ice chest. Mm-hmm. And we used to, and of course we had the ice chest at Seven Sunnyside, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the ice man used to come, and we used to, my parents got the ice for their ice chest, and we used to take all the ice and chips and put it in my mouth, let it mm-hmm. melt. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was fun. That is fun. Life, life was a lot of fun. What what would you say has changed about Belmont that you're not happy about over the years? I'm very disappointed in the way they have destroyed, I will say, Belmont Center. Mm -hmm. And recently, um, I'm very upset about Belmont Savings Bank being sold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I used to go in there with my nickels and my dimes and and put them in there. And Mm -hmm. since 1860-something, it's always been Belmont Savings. Mm -hmm. And my husband banks there, and so I'm continuing banking there. But then I went in one day, and all my familiar faces were gone. Really? But they had... They, their jobs improved mm-hmm. as they moved. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting to, used to the people there. Yeah. My objection is the name should still say Belmont Savings Bank. Mm-hmm. Because it's historic, right? It's historic. And I think that it should have gone into the historical society. That's a good point, very good point. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind if their names are inside. People's Bank or whatever it's going to say. People's United. or Is it People's United, I think? Yes, People's United. <laughs> and so, but outside it should say Belmont Savings. Right. Well, I'm going to ask you another uh, important question. Um, how, would you, how would you want to be remembered, Athena? How would you want people to remember you? I'd like to be remembered as a woman in yellow that used to walk all over the town. <laughs> what is it about yellow that, that you love? Why, why do you love yellow? So I've much? always loved yellow. Since a little girl? Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. I'll take orange, too. <laughs> and I know you love, you love walking. I love walking. Um, I had um, one accident here uh, where they exit from the high school. Mm-hmm. And that's why my hip is bothering me today. And you were actually struck by someone. I was struck, yes, walking. And you were in the crosswalk, and, and they just and weren't. I was in the halfway through the crosswalk. They just weren't paying attention. No. And as a walker, I realized people don't look both ways. And so um, then I had a very bad accident that I never saw coming on Park Avenue in Arlington, and I was hit head on. Mm-hmm. And so my neck doesn't go up. High, and I am no longer able to take my three-mile walks. But you still do walk, right? You walk every oh, yes. day, several yes. times a day. Yes. Right around your neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. So what, I've got to know a few people over there. What do you love about Belmont? What do you think makes Belmont special? Going to the post office and seeing people like Steve and Tom. Tom is my favorite. And um, although I think I hear that he's retiring and I keep saying no, (laughs) um, I can call the town and they know who's calling 
And I say, well, is my mailman on today? And um, then I know I can put out something special. And that I can put little tags on saying, this is Belmont. And they'll put it with the Belmont mail. And so I can remember when we had deliveries on, two, we had two deliveries, two deliveries of mail a day in Belmont. And Saturday, we only had one. Really? Well, that's yeah. definitely changed, right? Yeah. So the post office, a lot of people do it online and buy this and, and whatever. But I think that it's so nice to go in there with these friendly faces who know you. It is. I agree. That's nice about yeah. the small town feel. Even though the Belmont, you know, is evolving and um, changing, I can remember when years ago it was there were three grumpy men back there. <laughs> <laughs> Many years ago. But what, what are your hopes for the the future of Belmont? I would like to see Belmont stay, and any buildings that come up look traditional mm -hmm. and not. Too modern. Yeah, you'd like, like to, the like architecture to, the, to stay yeah, the, the same. Yeah, the architecture mm -hmm. should stay old. You know, there's a lot of modern architecture out there. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we're going to have to wrap it up. I really loved having you as part of the Belmont Story Project. I want to thank you for taking time to come and meet with me today. Well, it's my pleasure. And I hope that... I love Belmont. And I think Belmont loves you, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> and I do hope that more people who are listening will schedule an interview for the Belmont Story Project. Help spread the word, Athena. It's a great, it's a great thing. It's, it's, we're preserving history by talking to people like you who can share memories for future generations. It's, it's very important. It's an important part of preserving Belmont's history. And thank you for tuning in to the Belmont Story Project. Thank Until, you for having me. You're welcome. Until next time. Thank you. And thank you to the Belmont Public Library and Belmont Media Center.